You're listening to the Grapes and Gorak Podcast. Powered by Overtime Media. Welcome back. Episode 90 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes. I'm Gorak. Uh, this episode is a bi-week episode. Uh, a little early. Today's Saturday. We're watching the Gophers get uh, destroyed right now against Michigan. But a lot of breaking news for the Vikings. A lot of breaking news for the Vikings. So we'll just kind of hop into that and let it roll. Uh, First thing, Yannick. Yannick Ngakwe. He as, lasted six games. As fast as he was here, he was gone. He's out of here. Vikings ship him off to the Ravens for a second. No, wait. A third and a fifth. A third and a conditional fifth. Yep. So we moved down like 50 slots. This so not draft. great. You know, that's not that's not ideal. Nope. Um, Smart to at least get something back. Yeah, and- we talked on the last podcast that, like, I think we mentioned Riley Reef and Anthony Harris. Like, if they're not in your 2021 plans, you should probably look to move them and... I mean, after the trade, it's pretty clear they were at least hesitant to try to negotiate with him and make him a very high-paid DN. So, because we couldn't negotiate with him during the season, we'd have to wait till the end of the year. Yeah, basically, he'd be on the open market, so you'd have a bunch of teams going for him. I mean, you're and we're coming off probably like a six and ten year. It's going to be kind of yeah. tough with limited cap space. Is he really going to want to come back here? And I, has he been? You know, impactful enough that you're willing to make him probably one of the highest paid defensive players in the entire league. I don't know. He's put up some good numbers. He has what five sacks five so far sacks, this year. Yeah. Two forced fumbles. Like, yeah, that's pretty good. But I don't think you're willing to shell out top dollar for another DN when he doesn't quite make the impact that the Dion other one does. does which yeah. means you're going to pay. You know, in Gakwe, north of twenty million, Hunter's definitely going to be like, okay, well, I'm better than him, so now you got to bump me up. And, and then, so you, let's say you bump Yannick to about twenty, Daniil to twenty-five, and then you're paying Kirk thirty-five. You're wrapped up like eighty-five million just in three players. Yes, yeah. and then, but I mean, you knew this when you signed him or traded for him. True, like, but at this, looking back on that whole trade, though, it just seems very much. They knew Daniil could possibly offer an extended period. They felt there's a chance we could be good, but not if we don't have a DN to rush the passer. So let's get him. Even if it's a one-year rental, you drop from the second round to the third round because you're going to get the comp pick. And we turned out we aren't good. So get I think, what you can. Yeah, do you do you think it was worth the shot? Or do you think it was just why... You knew we were bad, why even try it? Like I feel like it's unfair to be like... Well, yeah, of course, in hindsight, it was stupid. Like, obviously, you shouldn't have done it, you know? But both, like, if I'm just looking at them both in a vacuum of when they happened, I liked both moves. I liked going to get Yannick Ngakwe because I, even if it's, you know, we thought we could be good. And even if you're a pessimistic person who thought we weren't going to be good, there's still, like, a sliver you could be. But without Hunter, you probably have zero shot, you know? So, I don't know. I could see someone arguing, like, hey, like, I thought they were going to be bad. That was a dumb move. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, you were probably more right. But when the trade happened, I liked it. But I also like moving on. You're one in five. He's probably not in the plans next year. Get what you can for him now instead of waiting for the comp pick. Yeah, I, I think I I like the trade when it happened. I like it that we did get something. I don't know. I would do it all over again too. Like, 
hoping for a different result, obviously. Yeah, there's, a, I mean, an alternate reality where maybe you do steal that Titans game and you do win the Seahawks game. And right now you're, what is that, 3-3? Three 3-3. And, three. Three and, and you beat the Falcons. Well, even if you lose the Falcons. You're 3-3 yeah. three and three going into the bye. It's not great. It's not bad. But you wouldn't be in that position maybe without making that trade for Yannick. But obviously that's not what happened. It all fell apart. It reminds me of like in our fantasy leagues when a team is trying to win, they go trade for someone. Like we're in a dynasty, so like they trade for someone and then, oh wait, that didn't work out. They don't just like go, oh, I'm just going to keep that guy then. They're going to try to trade him and get some draft picks or something. Like once you know you're, I mean, we're one in five, it's time to start trading off pieces. Yep. I don't want to go Paul Charching on and start trading pieces that are going to help us next year. I'm not looking to just completely trade every good player. So what, I get a high draft pick two years in a row. Yeah, there's some people who want to like go complete like dolphins on this and just trade anything and everything that has value. It's like I don't I mean like I get I get where you're coming from, but I don't think that's the best way to go around it because it's not like we only have five good players. That's the thing. I feel like the dolphins were starting at like so much worse. I know we're 1 and 5, but like they had who did they have that was any good? They traded I know Kenyon Drake Larry, Larry Tunsil, Tunsil. there's a big one. That's like, oh, you traded your young left tackle. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. Okay, so two decent players. Yep, they got a first-round pick for each of them. I think three first-round picks total. But like, Who would you even trade, though? Kendricks? Not like you, but if you say you're one yeah, of those people. Thielen, Kendricks. Thielen, Kendricks. Uh, like, Hunter's got a messed up neck. He's out for the season, by the way. Like, he's sitting out, which I think at the end of last week's pod, we were like, please sit out. Yeah. Um, he's sitting out. I guess Barr is hurt, so you can't ship off Barr. Harrison Smith. Harrison Smith's a good one. I honestly, like, I love Harrison Smith. I hope he finishes his career here. But if you want to be, like, cutthroat, like Bill Belichick, you would you trade probably him right trade now. him. I mean, he's zero dead money next year if you trade him. The problem is he's still playing at a pretty high level. Well, that, see, but that's the thing uh, that Bill Belichick always does. It's like I'd rather trade him a year too early yeah. than a year too late. I wonder what you could get for him. I'm sure like most like him is like well first obviously, but like his age, I feel like you probably get like a third and like a I feel sixth like you, yeah, I, I feel like if you could get a second for Harrison Smith, I think you have to take it. I think like a third and a late pick. It's one of those like think about it kind of things. Yeah, the, I feel like the bigger issue with that is. If you're also planning on not re-signing Anthony Harris, or you're trying to, you maybe you'll end up trading him. Like, what's your plan at safety? Because that's two. That'd be two new two safety giant next holes year. there. And it seems like Zimmer for sure likes one really good one. Yeah, there's not even like any prospects behind those two. Like, at least you'd have to be at least drafting one or signing someone. So, I, I think I mean Harrison Smith to me would be a pretty big surprise. Yeah, I mean even like. Like Kyle Rudolph, I would certainly try to trade right now. I'd rather Irv Smith getting snaps, but I do feel there is that part of uh, the organization that just loves Kyle Rudolph. He's been a Viking his whole career. He's always like our Walter Payton Man of the Year. He's clearly good, like in the you know outside of football. But it, again, if you want to be like Bill Belichick, he don't give a fuck about that. What has Bill Belichick done his entire career? Won six Super Bowls. Yeah, he's gonna try to trade you to the Lions like he did Gronk. Yeah. <laughs> and Gronk's like all retired. He's like, oh, shit. Uh, so uh, I mean. I think for sure, Reef, Anthony Harris, and I guess... Rudolph Harrison Rudolph. Smith. Or are you talking like for sure that you'd throw on the block this year? Like if for ones sure. that I would hope they would trade like yeah. as soon as possible, Anthony Harris. Not that I don't like him, but I just think they don't want to re-sign him long-term, so why lose him for just a comp pick? Yep. Uh, Riley Reef, because he's going to leave after the end of this year. 
and why not let Ezra play left tackle or move Brian O'Neill over and like let the young guys get snaps. And then the last one would be Kyle Rudolph because, well, A, he's way overpaid for what he does and let's let Irv Smith get Let the young guys the snaps. get snaps, yeah. yeah. So now, that makes if you're sense. going beyond that layer into like you're really going Dolphins on it, I, I, I think my first one would be Harrison Smith because he's older. Like, I think that's where Smith, Thielen, and Kendricks come yeah. into play. I hate the Kendricks one. So I, I, I do too because I think he's still going to be good for another like six years. Yeah. So, but like, he is on the you know late 20s. Uh, he's not. I, I don't think he's in his 30s yet, but like yeah, Harrison like Smith and Thielen yeah. are. So who else is even – I mean, Barr would be one you would hope to, but he can't do it. Yeah, he can't right now. I, I think those are really the only other You're not three trading Daniel you, Hunter. You're not trading – You're not Earth trading Smith, Michael Pierce Jefferson. even though he's under contract. Yeah. Like You're not trading Dalvin Cook after that big extension. Uh, so it's really just that group. Well, I saw I, – you, you showed me – was it an NFL.com article? Albert Breer maybe? And he's mentioning like Pat Elfline. Oh, yeah. And I swear – Tajay Sharp. Tajay Sharp. Like <laughs> – if you can get anything for those two, you take it. But ain't nobody going to give you anything for Tiger Even Sharp. like he conditional seventh. Like I'll give you a con- – yeah. if he's on my roster at the end of the year, I will give you a that's, seventh round That's pick. the best you're getting for Tajay Sharp. He's playing behind Chad Beebe right now. Like yeah. come on. That's like – I felt like that was like sourced from Rick Spielman himself. He was like <laughs> – Oh, like, hey, you guys better come in hot. <laughs> yeah. You go, We're shopping. Pat Elfline. I mean, get ready. Um, so I don't know. What do you – like – Yannick, did you like – I mean, I was pretty surprised, but I also texted you earlier that week and was like, if you don't think you can sign him, then go ahead and trade him. I mean, it just – it. I, I hate how the old situation ended up with him out the door, but – It sucks we never got to see him with Hunter. You know, we yeah, never got him, to see Hunter him. Him, Hunter Pierce. Yeah. I, and Quinn and Williams because we're going to trade for him yeah, too. Yeah, <laughs> he's available for wherever you want. Um, it, it is interesting that Rick felt comfortable doing that trade. We talked about that for him to start, I don't know if it's tanking, but looking towards 2021 and like actively making the 2020 team worse. Because this trade 100% makes our team worse. Yeah, There's no way to look at you're, it. You're going from Yannick to DJ Wanham, presumably. Yeah, you're going to a fourth-round rookie from someone who's a pro bowler. Now, you'd have to think that Rick feels safe in his job then? Or he's just like, oh, I'm just going to keep building this team as if I am? Like... Does Zimmer get to say, hey, could you please not trade my players because I don't want to be fired? Or does Rick just go... I've got to save one of our jobs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rick's like, I've heard I'm safe. I don't know about you. You can talk to the Wilfs, but like, I'm worried about next year. You you should probably worry about... like, Maybe maybe they both have like... Yeah, I wonder... Because I, I said something to you, but yeah, I never thought about you know just Rick being safe. I t- took it as... like. Both of their jobs are safe next year. Like it's kind of like, all right, this year didn't pan out, but we gave you two year extensions, not just a one year. We're not, you know, making you a lame duck next year. Like we'll look past this year because of the track record long like long term. I think it'd be kind of weird for them to say, All right, Rick, you, you get the vote of confidence and you're good to go, but Zimmer, eh, I don't know. You Let's know? see what you can do with these young boys. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I mean, I guess it's like if they completely continue to just fall on their face, then it's like, okay, at some point, this is just embarrassing. I almost feel like Rick's got some loyalty to Zimmer, too, where if it was like, all right, you know, you can do what you want, you're safe, but maybe not him. We'd be like, well, I'm not going to strip the man's team. Like, See, I'm that give would also the best be kind of screwed up. It's, yeah. like, it's like, but Rick is the one who would fire Zimmer. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, technically, unless it just always comes from the owner. No, but, but the owner, I, I don't know what the Wolves like, 
do and have to say, but I'm sure they do. I'm sure the two senses put in. I'm. Sh- it's, they definitely rely on Rick a lot. So if they were like, "Hey, do you want to fire him?" Like maybe he'd be like, "I don't know yet, but I'm gonna play it as if I'm here next year." I don't know if he's gonna be here, but I'm not gonna sit around and let him. So, question: Does a team president or something fire Rick? Or did the Wills fire Rick? The, I don't know. The Wills fire Rick. Yeah. There's no one higher than Rick besides I didn't think the Wills. So, yeah. so yeah, and they just seem to really like him. Yeah. So I mean he's a smart man. Yeah. I mean, he got that conditional fifth on ours, you know. We're gonna we're gonna Ravens go to the Super Bowl. Let's get that third round pick. Let's get it. Yeah, so everyone, we want Yannick to be a pro bowler and the Ravens to win the Super Bowl now. We're gonna uh, we're now we're still fans of the purple. But the different purple. Yeah. The AFC That is purple. if the same conditions apply, which... We're just, pr- just assuming, assuming that. Assuming that, yeah. Which is that fifth goes to a fourth if he makes the Pro Bowl, Yannick. And it goes from a... Fifth to a fifth third. Fifth to a third, yeah. If he's a Pro Bowler and the Ravens win the Super Bowl. Yep. So, so we're Ravens fans now. Yeah, so... Lamar Jackson, pretty good at football. Definitely a much <laughs> better chance of that happening. And, we, and we're fairly certain that like the conditions died... Like the what the Jaguars get died when we traded him. So like, I, again, just assuming, but I would have to imagine the fifth that we owe to the Jaguars will Remains be a, a fifth. fifth. Yeah, we because, traded a second and a fifth. Yeah, and it was conditional, but like he's not making the Pro Bowl with us, and we're not winning the Super Bowl. So I assume that doesn't transfer now to the Ravens and then go all the way through. Yeah, I'm sure it's not if Yannick wins the Super Bowl. And yeah, Yannick. Then we the owe the Jags a third. Fuck yeah. that. No, that can't be right. So. It's, it's going to end up we traded a second and a fifth for two-thirds. Yes. Slick Rick does it again. <laughs> God, look at that. <laughs> and we got Yannick for five sacks and two forced fumbles. So you got that. You got Rick to thank for that. Um, Other news, Daniil Hunter was out for the year. He finally decided elected surgery. And then Ian Rappaport had a wild tweet where it was as if Daniil Hunter was demanding to be the highest paid player in the league or something. Or be traded. Or be traded. Wants Which, to know if it's the last we've seen of Daniel Hunter in a Viking jersey. Yeah, he wrote that in a tweet. And I don't understand because like he didn't say it on NFL Network anywhere. Like Tom Pelissaro didn't like back it up. Like it was just like a one random tweet he sent out. And it was like he's on the he's under contract for three years coming off neck surgery. Yeah, I wonder if that's uh just Ian Rappaport going on like Ian Rappaport brain, no sources. And, <laughs> yeah. Well, like that's not very good. Didn't really check <laughs> to see the contract situation and whatnot. So yeah, that was a that was a bit bonkers. Um, and like, does he not realize that he's getting neck surgery because like, you just tweeted it? Yeah. So like, I don't understand. Like, you think that he gets to demand? Yeah. How much leverage do you think a man coming <laughs> off herniated disc surgery has under a three-year contract? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm gonna sit out. We don't even know if you can play, dude. What are you talking about? It's fine. Uh, sit out. Don't make any money. <laughs> yeah. Um, should we talk about uh, just the, this whole season? Like, who, who? Usually at the halfway point or the bye week, which is seems to be more of the halfway point than this is kind of an early bye. Yeah. We say like who's our first path MVP or who's most disappointing. Like who do you blame most for how we're one in five? Um, it's you know I, I've got I've got I've got like two of them that I want to place blame on. First one I think just in general is like the coaching staff. I I, I don't think because. I know it was a screwed up season with COVID and everything, but everyone was on an equal playing field. Yeah. And our coaching staff did not do enough to get the this young defense ready. And like the But not everyone has a young defense. Oh okay, that that's fine. 
but you you went into the off season and the season knowing that COVID's going to screw everything up, and you still elected to go with a young defense. Well, I don't think when they cut roads and let Waynes walk and stuff, they knew COVID was going to come. Well, you that, think was, we knew that was during... in March. When it, yeah, didn't this all happened in March. You think when they cut those guys, they're like, there's definitely not going to be a training camp. There's not going to be preseason no, probably, games. No, probably not. It, it's probably wasn't the best timing to do it, but also they still didn't get it done. Like it still, I'm sure, I, I don't know it, but I'm sure there's another defense out there that has a lot of young guys that's playing well yeah. and we're not. Colts. Colts. Xavier Rhodes. Well, they've got other <laughs> young guys. Not Never just, heard of them. Name them. Uh, Julian Blackman. Rookie, uh, playing well, playing real well. Playing real well. <laughs> Came in for Malik Hook in that uh, game against us. Yeah. Uh, Darius Leonard, he's still young. That doesn't count. They sure have to be does. like they have to be like new new players. Oh, we want to go that route, huh? Yeah, you know, I'm giving Zimmer as many excuses he needs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's hard. It's actually kind of hard to place blame because so much has gone wrong. Like I could be like, well, the defense, but then it's also like, well, the offensive line. Yeah, well, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, like there's literally seems to me that anything that can go wrong has gone wrong for us. Our big free agent signing, Michael Pierce. Yeah, basically our only major addition. Uh, our second best linebacker, Anthony Barr, hurt. Daniel Hunter, hurt. <laughs> our pa- our pa- best defensive player got hurt. Yeah, Pat Elfline, as bad as he is, better than uh, uh, Drew Samia, hurt. Uh, Justin Jefferson didn't play for the first two games. Got coaching, like co- yeah, co- that's on the beat writers. They kept bragging <laughs> up BC Johnson. What are they doing? Uh, it, so like just just all of those things. Just not nothing has gone right for the Vikings. Uh, besides the last four games of Justin Jefferson. So. Yeah, honestly, if you like what like the whole season, what has been good? Justin Jefferson, Delvin Cook, and then he got hurt. So that. I mean, it didn't look super serious, but still, it's kind of his thing. He gets yeah. hurt. Like, um, like Kendricks has taken a step back from last year. It's not like it's a huge step back, but he's just, you know, not making as many I wouldn't say, plays. like, yeah, if you're saying, like, here was expectations, who's playing above them? Yeah. I Just Justin Jefferson. Honestly, Adam yeah. Adam Thielen is meeting expectations, I would say. Yeah, I'd say he's, he's meeting. He's being very Adam he, Thielen-y. Yep. Um, otherwise, like, even Brian O'Neill, I feel like he's been less than the, like, Guy who gave up no sacks for his first two careers or two years, um, Bradbury maybe. I, I'd say Riley Reeves probably at expectations. There we go, Riley Reeves. That's why he has trade value. Send him. The Titans lost uh, Taylor, Taylor Lewan. How are they not traded already? Yeah. What are they doing? Uh, I'm trying to think who else. I I know Shamar Stefan is probably at expectation. You yeah. keep saying how he doesn't. He does his job. It's not like he's making plays, but he's not getting. You pushed go back, back and you watch those line. It is Jaleel Johnson that is the one causing the problems. I get why they like Shamar. I get why fans are like, I don't get it because he doesn't do anything flashy. He just stands there. I mean, he's not. But it's kind of what his job is. And like, it's terrible because our our corners, like none of them have even met expectation. They're all below. Yeah. Which I mean, we. Granted, we did have pretty high expectations for the three of them. It's I been know. a roller coaster too. Like, there's like after like you know some games, it's like I think Gladney's like looking pretty good, and then like last week, it's tough coming off this Falcons game because it was such a debacle. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's really just Justin Jefferson. Yeah, which is like wild. Usually, I mean, Hitman's been 
himself, I guess. I well, and I mean, you've kind of got to temper expectations with him because he's now north like, of 30. I think regressing at some point. Anthony Harris has definitely been worse than usual. Yeah. Uh, I guess Eric Wilson's uh, exceeded expectations. He's better than I thought, especially if we're playing at the number two linebacker spot. Yeah. Pretty Eric Wilson y to me, you know? Well, yeah, but, you know, he's not a complete failure like I thought he would be. I mean, he's no Ben Gideon, you know? <laughs> um,. Zimmer yeah. worse than I thought. Kubiak's been struggling. I mean, the whole team's really falling apart here. Yeah. Spielman lost his 50 spots in the draft. And, like, Kirk has played so... Like... Kirk didn't even it's like the bad, Kirk levels. Like, yeah, there's it's bad. It's been, like, bad Kirk all year. Because, you know, yeah. bad Kirk still always, you know, had a couple plays a game where he made, but it was, you know, bonehead mental errors. But, and it's been that, except, like, Extrapolated, you know. Yeah, like, t- yeah. He's. I mean, we Kirk is Kirk, and he's definitely below Kirk. Yeah. So that's that's not. Like, uh, what, what's he got? Ten interceptions so far on the year. It's nine or ten, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's not. I mean, that's he's already more than last year. So that's, well, entering the Falcons game, he was more than last year. Yeah, he's at ten because he was seven entering that Falcons game. Yikes. Yeah. So so we're turning the ball over a bunch more. We're not playing with the lead, so that definitely does not play to Zimmer defense strengths. Even Dan Bailey's been worse than he was last year. Yeah, true. Did you see those onside kicks? Those are so <laughs> bad. Like, like honestly though, those are bad onside kicks. Yeah. And then he's he missed. We start you know early in the season he missed a couple long ones where it's like, come on, dude, just make one of those. Like Stephen Goskowski made six against us. Yeah. You got to hit something. We need something. You know. Even our punter's we, been worse. We lost a game where we held an offense to kicking six field goals. Fucker made them all. All of them. That's that's tough. That's tough. So, yeah, I mean, if you were like, oh, MVP, Justin Jefferson. Next. Offensive Rookie of the Year, Justin Jefferson. <laughs> uh, There's no one else that you're even, like, excited about. No, I mean, like, you can make – you can't even, like, make an argument for Delvin being an offensive MVP over Justin Jefferson just because Jefferson's been that much better better than every other player on offense good thing we got justin jefferson this would be real sad if all we were hearing is like not only do they suck but they don't have a replacement for Diggs. they trade him away they would be like i feel like they would be like kirk sucks because Diggs is gone you know like it'd be a lot of that like oh he's- or no wonder why Diggs is gone because kirk sucks yeah well i'm kind of saying that but <laughs> I mean, that could still be very possible <laughs> You can still rack up stats, though. Justin Jefferson's proving that. And Thielen's Thiel, got like seven, eight touchdowns already. So how about the Bills, though? They probably should have just kept that first-round pick and had five years of, a, of affordable Justin, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, so, that's, so that's upsetting, though. Like, we're one in five in the bye week. I mean, we're well, – it, it sucks because we got ten more games and really like, – like, nothing much to look forward to because after these 10 games, it's not like we're going to the playoffs. When's the last, what is the last season where it's been like this? Because even the Bradford year, we started out 5 and 0. So we were like in it. The, the Kirk first year, he was in it to the very the end. The last Ponder year, the last Zimmer. The first Zimmer, first Zimmer year. year. Yeah, first Zimmer year was first year of Matt Castle. Yeah. Like that. Well, we were even, what, 6 and, were we 6 and 10, 7 and 9 that year? Yeah, we were never in the playoff. It was six and ten. So that would be it. Zimmer's first year. Zimmer's first year. Because that would have been Matt Khalil year, right? Is that the Matt Khalil year? Oh, no. Zimmer's first pick was Bar. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Yeah, so, well, so he... Remember, so we went six and ten or whatever, but Teddy started after, like, four games. 
So, do we take Barr and Teddy in the same draft? Yeah. Okay, and then we go, we have a, it's his first season, we have a bad year. Who do we pick that year then? Trey Waynes? Trey Waynes, yes. Trey Waynes, okay. So we were, yeah, we were a bottom half team. We picked like 11th or something. I feel like he was higher than 12, that. 12. Oh, whatever. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter. It was, yeah, we were like 6 and yeah. 10, 7 and 6 and 10 probably. And we got Trey Waynes out of it. Huh. We're going to have to do better than that. Yeah. You just can't win games. I don't know how to root for us not to win. But in the end, it's probably smarter not to win. We're going to get a better prospect out of it. But I mean, it all depends on like who you draft. We went through uh, the t- draft from two years ago already, and we talked about how like generic a bunch of the names I are know. already. It is funny with the draft because like, you watch them all, and it's like, this guy's going to be awesome, and this guy, and this guy. It's two years since the Bradbury draft, and you go through it, and it's like, Oh, these, probably, guys are, these are just guys. There's probably like 10 guys I would take again in the first round. Yeah. You know? And the rest, it's like, I should just trade my pick and, and get something else. Well, I should just trade my pick for an established wide receiver in Stephon Diggs. <laughs> but then this, it was a receiver year. They were See, that's the kind of chance you take. So we're just lucky we traded into a receiver year. Like, what was that, two years ago, we went through the receivers and they weren't very good. Yeah, that's true. So now we got to look forward like to next year. Yeah, what, uh, like, I don't know. So who are some players you're kind of, like, looking to get a deeper dive in, deeper dive into this year? Well, part of why I want to trade, like, Riley Reef is to see Ezra Cleveland play. Because you need to find out, is he going to be a part of this team? Like, is he, a, is he someone you want to be with the Bradbury and the O'Neill? Like, otherwise you have three holes on your offensive line. And, again. Yeah, again. Like oh that, gosh, it just seems to always happen where it's like we finally take a couple steps and then we lose a couple guys and we're back to the same route. Because like a couple years ago, you know, we we had nobody, so we went and signed Riley Reef and Mike Remmers, mm-hmm. and those two were like good Remmers playing right tackle yeah. was good, and then we added Brian O'Neill. Remmers shifted to the inside, and then we were left with Riley Reef, Brian O'Neill. Now we have Bradford, and Riley Reef took a little step back last year, and you were left with Bradbury, Brian O'Neill. And you just know that Reef isn't going to be here next year, so that's what you're left with, those two guys. Yeah. It's Bradbury, Brian O'Neill, and then you have two giant holes at both the guard spots and your left tackle. Over. It's, they'll probably move Brian O'Neill over just because that's what they were going to do when they were going to cut Riley Reef. Also, Riley Reef, how do you think he feels? He took a pay cut so he could trade for Yannick Ngakwe. Oh. If I asked him, I'd be like, okay, that cap space you just opened, that's my money. You give me, <laughs> you give you that, give back me that to money. Me. And I'm sure they're like, all right, we're going to try to trade you because now you're even easier to trade because you make less money. How is he not traded? I, I don't trade understand. Him. Yeah. Are they waiting for this week to see if some more left tackles get hurt? Could be. Oh. I mean, I guess no one wanted to trade for him before, but like you got him to agree to decrease his pay. He's made what? So he's seven, reasonable, and like, what are you asking for? I don't care what it is. Yeah, seventh round pick. No, yeah, just give it just, like a seventh round. Give me a seventh round pick so I can get eyes on Ezra Cleveland for the rest of the year. Yeah, we need to find out what this guy is, and I'd like to see him at tackle. I don't think he's got a body for a guard. I, I don't feel either. like he's he's long and lean. Put him at tackle. Find out what he is. Also, that lets you put someone at guard too. Put, I mean, I, I know we don't like Drew Samia, but. Who cares? Let him, Aviante Collins. Let's see yeah, what, if let's, he's a serviceable guard. Let's see some other players because, I mean, honestly, we should get rid of Dakota Dozier too. What's the point of having that random on their offensive line? 
no you might idea. run out of offensive linemen, maybe. It could yeah, be we're, we're, yeah. <laughs> we're just going to start training every offensive line. Get him off the team. <laughs> Dude's a bum. Um, How come no, none of these offensive linemen we're bringing in are good? <laughs> these guys are terrible. I don't understand. Is that why they were fourth stringers behind these players? Uh, definitely Ezra. I mean, obviously, we want to see the young corners. I'm, DJ Wanham. Yeah, we're going to see a lot more of DJ Wanham. I, and then uh, him and James Lynch as well. Yeah. I, I think getting those two some snaps on the D-line, like you you might as well. And uh, maybe, I, I don't know, who's behind Odenabo now? Uh, well, it was well, Wanham. It was Wanham, but who's the well, third pass rusher? Is it Yarbrough? He has been inactive the last few games. Um, Willow oh, is on IR. Says, oh, okay. So I don't know if there's really anyone. I mean, they just plucked someone off of the Bills practice squad or something. Yeah, so maybe that's so. There's no one exciting. Um, but like with Wanham, definitely someone everyone thought we kind of reached for, and he hasn't been like he hasn't been blowing you know the doors off anyone. But I thought he's looked decent out there. Like he's been meeting expectations as far as like oh okay that he looks pick. yeah he, he doesn't like look he like belongs. a total disgrace. Oh, it's Jalen Holmes is the other end. Oh. Okay. Again, that's one of those. Oh, it's the Jalen Holmes episode number ninety. Number ninety. <laughs> that's one of those guys that it's too late. Like you've been in the league now for three years, you're not good. Like you're just probably a rotational end that's not maybe out of the league in two years. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, After, Wanham, or as soon as your contract's up with the Vikings. Yeah. You go exactly. You, the only reason you're still here is because you know the defense. Um. He's missed that. Yeah. Wow. I mean, not that it matters. Don't worry. 50 points will not be scored on the Gophers yeah, tonight. Not with this guy missing 40. What is that? Less than 40. Um, really, like, you had 15 picks. So, let at this point, let these rookies play. Like, hopefully Troy Dye gets healthy. I'd love to see him play. And what, only two of them didn't make the roster? Yeah, Brian Cole was cut kind of early and yeah. nowhere to be seen. He must be out of the NFL. And then, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I mean... You talking practice squad included? Yeah. Because I think they all made it besides Brian Cole. Okay. As far as if they landed back on the practice yeah. squad. Like okay. Nate Stanley and like I think Mattels is on active, but like Kyle Hinton, uh, he's on practice squad. Fairly certain it's... Well, yeah. So, I mean, at that point, like, I'll give some of those guys a shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously some of them are just meant to stay on practice squad, but I mean, even Harrison Hand... I'll take Anthony Harris out a little bit. See if the guy can play safety. Put him at safety? Okay, okay. Like, not just play outside corner against Calvin Ridley because well, that's not a good little matchup. One, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, sit Mike Hughes down. The guy can't stay healthy. Let, let, I don't know. Yeah, well, you and you mentioned Troy Dye, too. Like, that. hopefully he can come back. That'd be a lot of fun to see him. If he could get in there instead of having, like, you know, Todd Davis, generic veteran, like, Definitely would rather see Troy die in there. Yep. We really liked him in the draft. And then you mentioned James Lynch. Let him come in on third downs. and Even play maybe play yeah. second down too. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know, give him where it's just drives of James Lynch where, you know, take him out if he needs a breather. Yeah, maybe they should do some more of that because they're definitely rotating a ton. Oh, yep. my gosh. Wow. Just threw a pick. Here comes 50. Here yep. he comes. He breaks the tackle. Nope. On the nine-yard line. Undo. They're going to try to score. There's oh, absolutely they're, they're going to try play. and score. So Gophers' defense is bad as the Vikings' defense. Yep. Tanner Morgan just made a Kirk Cousins throw. Yep. yep. Uh, so that's the state of Minnesota football right now. It ain't great. It ain't great. <laughs> um, all right. So, like, looking ahead, Viking-wise, I always like to just talk in Madden terms, but, like, if you're scouting positions, 
what are you looking to do for 2021 and like improving this team? Obviously, like like you wouldn't do receiver because you got two good ones. Yep. Like who for, who am I going to like? What positions am I sending my scouts to look at the most? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're you're putting points in Madden on them. You're clicking the button. Uh, quarterback. Quarterback. Absolutely. I mean, we got to look for hopefully the replacement. Yep. Uh, safety. Anthony Harris probably leaving. Harrison Smith getting up there. Yeah. So um, that makes a lot of sense. Cupboard's bare. D-line. Not just edge rusher. Yeah, I would say... All across the front. I would say everything but a, like a big nose tackle. Yeah. Like you've got Michael Pierce, that spot. And then, I mean, depending if they keep Shamar Stefan, I know he could cut him and save some money. Um, but yeah, you need three tech, an edge... Even just a you know even a, a tackle that's not pigeonholed in anything like just a guy who can a Shamar Stefan yeah. who can do play both but twenty three and not 32. you got to rebuild the D line yep uh, yeah and it's one of those things where you, you just need a bunch of lottery tickets just you yeah. don't need to take any of them high but for the most part we need a bunch of rotational guys right now you think there's any shot now that they do like re- resign Odenabo to be because it's kind of interesting the whole off season. Viking fans, most of them, I maybe some doubted him, but like a lot of people, like you and me, were like, like yeah, I know losing Griffin is it sucks. He's really good, but like I think Adenabo could be good. You know, like everyone was because he played really well towards the end of last season. Yep. So a lot of Viking fans he's played pretty decent this year as yeah, well. Yeah, he's been pretty good. So it was like, oh, we got Hunter Pierce and Denebo. Okay, it's it'll like be fine. Three for fifteen, like reasonable or yeah, like, like maybe it's like a like a weatherly contract, only a little, probably a little bit more. I I would say. So. I think I think for like three for fifteen, I I I wouldn't hate that deal at all because that's that's all right. So you're gonna start for us, but even if we end up with a replacement for you, you're a top paid rotational Absolutely. piece. Yeah. So like no hard feelings. We're paying you because we mm. think you're good, but maybe not. Good enough to start long term. Yeah, and but you're a main in, rotational piece. Yeah, and in he's he's really good in a rotation because he does slide inside. Yeah, and he's good at it. So I wonder if we see a little bit more of that too. Well, it's harder to do now. I feel like because now he needs to play end. Yeah. Like when it was Yannick, and then you would maybe throw one of them, yeah. and then you let a Denebo play in there. But you could just see, all right, Jalen Holmes, him. You know, want him and then him in the middle. I or would just think Jalen Holmes is probably a better bet to go up the middle. If Since he did it, it for two th- years, yeah. yeah, maybe he doesn't have the yeah, that's just kind of it. Kind of just, but again, it's we're looking at this year because next year you'd probably see maybe Wanham does improve and then it's Wanham Hunter and Odenabo is going inside, yeah, on third downs or something. Um, but yeah, the, definitely D line and then obviously I I like guards for sure because hopefully Ezra can play tackle. Yeah, and you might kind of want to scout tackle too because you don't know if Ezra can play tackle. And if you don't have a tackle, you got problems. And I, yeah, I I kind of wouldn't mind having one more wide receiver in the mix Yeah, too. when I said that earlier, I was like, ah, hey, you know what, Dylan's kind of getting up there. And like, I don't really think Chad Beebe's mid, good. Mid, so. Yeah, mid, you know, like a, a fourth or fifth round pick invested in another receiver. Yeah, another flyer. Yeah. I mean, the only, like, you, you kind of get... I would say th- your first three picks, you kind of ben hope honest. to have an impact. Yeah. You know, the rest it's like they're just lottery tickets. It doesn't matter what you so, take. And we don't have a second, but I think we have two thirds. Well, we have the Ravens third. Yeah. So if you or t- is it just one third and is 
We have two thirds. Is it two thirds and four fours or three fours? I think it's three fours. Three well, fours. we have our third. Yeah. We didn't trade oh, that yeah, yeah, And then yeah. we have the Ravens third. So, so let's, let's do two little scenarios. First, we draft high enough to take a quarterback. Yeah, which at this point would probably be... I mean, there's three top quarterbacks. Yeah, I'd say like right now we're probably like at the fringe of like being good enough roster-wise to win a couple more games and push us out of that slot. Or, you know, maybe we are even worse than I thought and we only win four ball games. Well, and if Rick continues to actively like... Shop. Shop players. I mean, you stick Riley Reeve and get rid of him, and now Ezra's playing left tackle. Kirk might get killed, which might get you that pick where you get to take Justin Fields, Trevor Trey, Lawrence, or Trey, Trey Lance. Lance. So yeah. if you get in that scenario, now you're burning your first-round pick on a quarterback, which yeah. fantastic. At that point, who gives a flying? But you don't you, have a say. You're going all the way down to yeah. the third, which and, is the only other player you're expecting to make an impact in that draft. What are you doing? I think you almost have to go offensive line. I think so too. Like you're gonna have, I obviously it's the good part is the rookie quarterback, regardless if it's which one it is, they've got mobility. But you're assuming Ezra, even assuming Ezra is good, you have two giant gaping holes right up the middle. Yeah, and that's also assuming you didn't sign anyone for agency. But like we don't have a lot of money, so I'll just assume we don't get to sign anyone. So you go quarterback lineman. That means you're not able to do anything on the D-line and you're not doing anything in the safety situation. I mean, in that scenario, maybe you were up somehow after an average year, you did you were able to bring Anthony Harris back and you added a starting lineup in the third lineman in the third round, you added a new quarterback. I mean, that's not actually horrible. Kirk starts at the beginning of the season, maybe you then phase him out and you move on to the, the rookie and you kind of have I mean, that's a winnable team. I don't yeah. think it's... I mean, you still got some pretty big holes. You got two in the offensive line. You got some problems on D-line. But if you could bring Anthony Harris back... Because I don't know where you're going to get that other safety. Unless Zimmer just has One of fucking, your four fours? I mean, yeah. You know, I don't know. Like, there's no there's no one waiting in the wings like there was when we moved on from Sandejo to Harris. Yeah. It was like, oh, perfect. We have a new guy. Um, otherwise, the other scenario is you end up with like pick eight... And those three quarterbacks go away right away, or even like pick twelve or fifteen or something somewhere in that range. And then you're probably I feel like you're going BPA of like safety, D end, maybe even a three tech. I don't then, even care. If I'm picking at twelve and there's no quarterbacks, obviously I'm hoping best player available is offensive lineman. But I think I'm going anything but linebacker or running back. I was just gonna say that, yeah. Like get edge, I wide receiver. I mean, hell, I, I would even think about taking that uh, tight end Kyle Pitts from Florida, him and Irv, because I, I, I think that Pitts guy is good enough where you can place him all over the field. Like, that dude seems like a matchup nightmare. He seems like Irv Smith on steroids. Yeah, he seems like a monster. I guess I, my, my biggest worry with that is, though, it's like, okay, we take Kyle Pitts, he's cool and everything, and then we just continue to lose because our offensive line sucks. And, like, it's the same thing of people being like, he just never takes it seriously. He never fixes the offensive line. But you'd hate for him to like force it, draft some dude who sucks, and then you've passed on, you know, Kyle Pitts or I mean, even if it's a receiver. You know, receiver but the thing is you're like Thielen is getting up there in age. Like you don't have anyone behind the top two. Like it's like any position but linebacker and running back, I feel like. I, I think that's a safe way to go. And that includes Well, and, and I were you gonna say corner? Yeah, it does include corner because hey, like 
we got tw- we got like 12 more games though to see what these guys are. If Dantzler and Gladney were to show that they're go- they're good enough to start in the future, I would stay away from corner. True. Because it's like you're going to burn another first. Like you went Hughes, Gladney and him like Jesus criminy. Like and also if you take a guy in the first, now you've basically turned I would say Gladney into a a nickel back. You took a first round nickel back like you did with Mike. Well, Hughes. I think with Gladney you'd play him inside and out. So who you playing? You're playing this twelfth pick. Where probably because I'm probably gonna end up with Sean Wade, Patrick Sertan. So or... wait, name your three corners. How are you? How are you getting them all playing time? I'm play. I'm not playing Dancer anymore. I'm playing Gladney. Oh, you just thrown Dancer in the garbage. Yep. that's what you've done. That's probably the one that I'm not playing. Okay. okay. I think the corner is sort of in flux right now. It's like oh, send. send oh wait, me. no, I'm not playing Mike Hughes. I'm not playing Mike Hughes. I'm playing well, no, Dantzler, Gladney. What I'm saying Gladney. is, like, let's like if if Dantzler is good enough to start, he has to play outside. This guy, you oh, draft, then, then then I'm probably then yeah, that sucks because I just drafted a first round slot corner. Yeah, Gladney. exactly. Either you've turned Gladney into a slot corner, or you've just drafted a slot corner. Which, if they've both shown they're good enough, we're not going to draft a corner. Yeah, draft a safety. Draft a DN. And I don't think there's many safeties good enough to be drafted high in the first. Yeah, that might be the one in the the high third. Maybe you would be able to get a guy that could have an impact. Package a third and a fourth to move. But I could see like an awesome defensive end falling or uh, a guard or a tackle. I like how we're talking draft in week six. This is, this is. We haven't even hit free. We're going to be studying this up so good though. We're going to do like seven big boards. (laughs) Gonna We're going to have great. like a mock draft a week. <laughs> yeah, here's the newest thing we can do. But it is interesting looking at those scenarios because like if if everyone's dream comes true and you do get that quarterback, you know, can't it help. doesn't if you get that quarterback it doesn't even matter what the hell you do in that draft cuz your fan base is fucking happy. Yeah. You could just have Brian O'Neill and Bradbury and three Dakota Dozier's and everyone would be like, "Eh, whatever. Fuck yep, it." Yep, we'll, but we'll it make could, it work for now. It probably would work a lot better because the thing with Kirk is he does need a good line. Like, he has to have one. Uh, yeah, he those, can't run away from anyone. Those three quarterbacks, top quarterbacks, Fields, Lance, and Lawrence, they all can move. Yeah. I mean, Russell Wilson has a terrible O-line every single <laughs> year. Every year. But does it matter? Nope. No. Because he makes his own pocket. Yeah. Because, yeah, he just... Oh, and it's like, it's a PFF. They always grade the Packers' offensive line, like, by far the best. And it's like, I don't know. It's because no one rushes him, actually. They just contain him yeah i could block someone who's containing you just stand there that's all you gotta do (laughs) yeah you just kind of hold on where's rogers gonna go where's okay i just gotta just as long as he doesn't break the pocket they don't try to enter the pocket so it's like but so if you get a quarterback that can at least put that into the minds of the defenders kind of helps a lot yeah and we have kirk and we have kirk and we have kirk we have we have a matt ryan on our hands we have a the the quarterbacks we love to face. We yeah, have. that's exactly right. Even though Matt Ryan just lit us up, but it is. It's like Zimmer can get this guy. He can't even move. Yep. He's just sitting duck back there. <laughs> Zimmer's going to eat this guy alive. And he throws for 300 <laughs> yards and three touchdowns. <laughs> to be fair, though, it is hard. It is, it's like a big circle, though, because it's like, okay, that call was right that Dantzler blew the play on because he should have been there. But it's like, who coaches Dantzler? Who coaches him? That's you, too, though. I, but... <laughs> I'm sure he didn't coach him to just blow coverage. Yeah. Just, it's I mean, very difficult to be like, who do you blame, you know? Yeah, because, I mean, again, so far this year, we can we can blame a lot of people. Yeah, and it's they're, – they're new young corners. It's – Old stubborn coaching staff. Yeah. It's 
quarterback play that's sure that seems to be the same as every other year. We suck. We're uh, so bad this year. It's not even fun. Again, we're talking draft in 2021 it, in week what seven. What do you think it would be like right now, though, if we had beaten the Falcons? Oh, my gosh. Tanner Morgan is just falling apart. Yeah. It's, it's very cursed. Right in front of our eyes, too. Yeah. Uh, if we beat the Falcons I, I, and we're 2-4. So, and four, and you're, Okay, so you're coming off the Seahawks where you should have won. You had an inch to go, and Madison didn't get it done. Then you go beat the Falcons. Say you beat them pretty handily, uh, twenty to ten. It's a, it's a kind of a whatever. It's a Zimmer game. It's a Zimmer game, and now you're entering the bye. Are we singing a totally different story? right yeah, now? Yeah, because the Packers just got their ass kicked. So uh, we're like, okay, it. just think of it. If we would have just beat the Seahawks, we're three and three. If we'd have beat the Titans and the Seahawks, four we're and four and two. We just faced. How many good quarterbacks? I think it's a complete different tune at two and four than it is one and five. I bet they don't because we don't trade Yannick. Yeah, they don't trade Yannick. But the thing is, we've and we've been saying that. I mean, we biggest culprits is me, especially of being like, well, if you just win these games and but we'll get back to it. Like, it just never happened. Yep. Like, and I'm sure like Zimmer and the coaching staff were saying the same thing. Like, exactly. It, you know, one play. You know, in those last two games, you know, we're right. We're back so in close. This thing. We're so close. All right, we we'll just right the ship against the Falcons, and then you lose that game. And now it's too late. Like you, you could. You lost everything. You yeah. every all the momentum that you had out of you know just barely losing to the uh, Seahawks, just barely losing to the Titans. That's all at the door because you just got washed by a team that was zero and five. And 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 fired their head coach. And it, and it's too late now. Like you're one and five. It's you play five hundred ball the rest of the way, and you're a loser. You'd have to pull a Kansas City Chiefs and lose the last or win the last ten ball games. Yeah, and you're not good enough to do that. So it's people thought that about the Chiefs too, though. Oh yeah, that was, was this, what like 2015. Is this Alex Smith? I think it was Alex Smith. I think it was the hey, year we got an Alex Smith on our hands. I think Kirk it was Cousins. the year uh, the Chiefs ended up blowing that playoff game in Indianapolis. They're up oh, like 35, yeah, 14 yeah, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, but, I just we just one in five now, and it's 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 our first. Season of a podcast having a bad football team. Yeah. So this is new territory for us. Sorry if we like don't know what to talk about, but usually like we always have some hope. Until, and I like, feel weird. Like obviously we want to talk about like okay, like the future next year, but we have a lot of time to fill now of like Vikings, games yeah. and, and like we're I gonna mean, obviously to, we can break down the games and hopefully I think we're gonna have to figure out a new formula to just Teddy's and Troy's. <laughs> yeah, because no <laughs> one cares about the result. You know, it's like we definitely do want to start seeing the young guys and play and who's gonna be part of this team moving forward. And should maybe all, Spielman will keep it interesting as he's maybe trading and making moves for next year. We should almost kind of assign like for now it'd be like, all right, you watch DJ Wanham yeah, and I'll like, watch Ezra Cleveland. And then we come back with a scouting report at the end of the week. Like break like, down their all like, their yeah, steps from a game or something. Yeah, just like, all right, hey, this is how many positive, how many negative plays. Um, we'll just, you know, we'll be pro football focused. <laughs> <laughs> Analytics. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... 15 players in that draft. I mean, that's a, a lot of guys we can go through. And probably 10 of them you can probably play for sure. Probably not Stanley... Probably Brian Cole, not Kenny Willickies. Willickies, Metellus. Metellus is on the active. I never see him, but he must be out there. Yeah. 
Uh, Kyle Hinton's on practice squad. Kyle Hinton. Uh, Blake Brandle. Yeah. I think. And I feel like you're not going to see Brandle or Hinton uh-uh. at all. That'd be interesting if they if they just got, said all just right, like, throw them yeah, all in. Like, those two definitely seemed like project. Like you need to put weight on. You need to do you know that kind of stuff. So I yeah, I think you said I seriously doubt them. KJ Osborne. Do they? Is he just a returner? Or do you think that they do ever get him some? I mean, he's been I inactive mind, now that Beatty's yeah, been. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing like Osborne maybe try to play some slot. Honestly, like, let's stop with in, Chad Beebe now. Let's get him the ball in the Can open we? field. Yeah, no, I, like I, I've been saying this for years. Right, <laughs> but it's like now that you're clearly, I know we have an insane rebuilding and it gets all these beat writer people fired up because Rick Spielman won't go onto a podium and say that we're rebuilding, which. He's never going to do that. No, it's so no, no smart man is going to say, yeah, we're tearing it down. Yeah, like, what do you, I, I don't know why they yeah. expect him to say that. Also, even to like start the season to be, they were kind of like getting on him because, you know, like, like Harrison Smith at one time said like, oh, I didn't know we were supposed to be bad. Like, what do you think he's going to say? Like, yeah, yeah young corners, it's probably going to be a rough year. I don't know. I don't, uh, th- I don't think my players are good enough to step up. You know, yeah. I, like Rick literally built this team. Like these are, you know, kind of a ha- "Quote unquote handpicked players by him, you, he's not going to say they're bad. Well, not publicly. Well, and I don't think he thinks they're bad. Well, but he, it's like he, he, I think if you asked him and he knew what was off record to start the season, like, what do you think the chances are things could go wrong? It would be higher than a normal year. Like going into last year, right? what's that? Like chances are higher that everything goes wrong than everything. Yeah, goes right. or like." Yeah, exactly. Like, I just think if you were honest with him, he would say it. But he's not going to go to the podium and be like, I expect a rebuilding year. You know, we had to lose some veterans. You know, it's just, it's just stupid to get, like, all buttered. But me and me and Mike, we got extensions. So, like, we're yeah. just going to go play this year out, <laughs> see how it goes. Well, we're going to waste a year of all of our guys' careers. Um, I forgot where I got where I was going with that, though, why I brought that up. Uh, oh, if it's going to be – it's clearly uh, now, at that point, a rebuilding year. You know, it's – you don't trade Yannick if it's not. So I'm hoping they do. Like, I don't want to see Chad Beebe anymore. Put in Osborne. Put in Alexander Hollins. I don't want to see. And even okay with, like, maybe at the end of the year, maybe sitting some starters who are banged up going, all right, Let what, does this guy be, what does this guy have who's behind you? Like, like if a guy's banged up, let him sit an extra week to get healthy. You know, if even if it's like a Kendricks, like, all right, well, let's see Troy die. Let's see. Well, I, I don't know if there's any other linebackers I want to see. Hardy Nickerson again? No, I don't want to see Hardy <laughs> Nickerson again. I saw him on the sidelines, and I was like, God, just cut him. You know what's funny is is the guys that were getting hyped in camp aren't good. Are struggling right now. Like BC Johnson was a big one. Like, oh, BC's looking great. Uh, the corners, who like not really gladding, but Dantzler was like really hyped. The talk of camp. Holton Hill was getting hyped up like he was going to be some stud, and he played terrible the first few weeks. I would like to see him again. Like, I don't know if I've lost complete faith in him. He's pretty bad. Yeah, um, I, I, I'd take another look at him. I mean, it's only, it was only, what, three weeks? Oh, my God, that guy smoked that fastball. Holy cow, 6-6 six six now. We're also watching the World Series game. Um, Mike Hughes, I'm ready to move on. Guy can't stay healthy. Yeah, I think this – I mean – I definitely don't see us picking up his fifth year option. No, after this which year. you have to, yeah, at the end of this season you'd have to decide on. So yeah. yeah, that's not happening. So that sucks. We should have drafted Lamar Jackson. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Oh yeah, it just makes right, no yeah. sense that you would though. You just don't, you don't sign Kirk Cousins and then draft a quarterback in the first round. Well, I know, but we should have. Right. Yes. <laughs> we also should have drafted Tom Brady. Well, 
Yeah, but did we have a chance to? No, he was taken first overall. <laughs> Only had six chances at him. Jeez. Uh, yeah, but does Brady become Brady in Minnesota? The answer yes. is yes, because yes. his grandparents live in Broward. I was going to say that. I was going to say that. Doesn't his family live nearby, yeah. up by Theo's dad or some shit? No, he lives. his grandparents the, live in the same town my cabin's in. I don't know where your cabin is, right? Browerville, let's go. Browerville. Sounds horrible. No, it, really, I don't understand how you know Tom Brady's parents or grandparents live there because it's just a desolate town. It's oh, like yeah? a town of like 400. Well, that's why he's a six-round pick. Apparently started in college. Question. Would you trade Dan Bailey? Can we trade Dan Bailey? What's his cap situation? I don't know, but we got Chase McLaughlin on the practice squad. Bring him up. Right. I feel like Dan Bailey, for like what we paid him, because he was like, we extended him like a decent deal. Yeah. He's kind of shaky. I don't find him at that. Can you trade him at this point? Well. I mean, I would, but can I'd you? have to imagine the kicking out there in the league is pretty bad. It usually is. But you're right. Has he been good enough where someone would be like, yo, he'll solve it. But there have, I've seen teams that are like rotating through kickers. I think I guess Jacksonville bad. could pop probably. Yeah, uh, but Jacksonville's not trading for a kicker. They're as yeah, bad as we true. are. You need like a contender that's having kicker issues. I'd have to look at the teams, and I guarantee the Eagles. Are. I think Jake Elliott's lost it. <laughs> How are you gonna call Eagles a contender? I mean, they are. They're in first place, but hey, that is embarrassing. <laughs> Why can't we be in the NFC East? <laughs> Although that's like that's actually kind of a problem, though, because none of those teams are winning a Super Bowl. They're gonna make the playoffs. End up with like the twenty fourth pick. Yeah, and they're and then they're, they're going to go six and ten again. <laughs> and they're not going to do the things necessary like trading veterans that aren't going to be around because they're like, All right, we could win this thing. We're only a half game back in this division because we're two four and one. It was funny on Thursday night the Giants were uh, a game out of first place and also a game away from getting the number one overall pick. Oh, it's crazy how this has never happened before, where just four teams in one division are just atrocious. All of them are bad. And, and the two, same year. Yeah, all in the same year. I mean, two of them were terrible to start the year. We all knew they were going to be terrible. And the other two have been just completely decimated with injuries to the point where... Like, They're bad. I don't know how, how one of these teams is going to... Like, that game on Thursday was an abomination to watch. Somehow the Eagles and it's won. even worse because the Eagles ended up yeah, winning it. Yeah, it does make it worse. Um all right, so what do you? How about we uh, talk about this Packer game coming up? What are you? What are you excited about? I'm ready for the Kirk bounce back game. I'm ready for three touchdowns, no picks. Um, who did the Packers play this week? Do you do you remember? Because mm. I guess, damn it, I know it. It's it's a cool game. It's like an AFC team, I think. Keep talking. So I guess if the Packers. If the Packers lose this week, I think we might have a, a, a shot at like keeping it competitive. Texans. The Texans? Yeah. Uh, they're winning. So I think Zimmer is going to try and get the best out of this team. But I think uh, it's going to be like last year's game where it's like, you know, 21 nothing, and we might like kind of claw back. Yeah. But it's going to be week one all over again. We get Whereas, all the way behind, get some touchdowns. Yeah. I. I, I, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be very what fruitful. Do you, what do you predict for our final record? Seven I think, and nine. I think at one point, seven and nine. Oh, yeah. We're, so we're going to get we hot. we finish six and three? Yep. No, six and four. No, 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 wait. I'm six and math. Five, six and four. 
That's so weird. That gets you to seven and nine. You finish yeah. one game above five hundred. Yeah. No, one game below five hundred. Oh, if we finish, if one we game. finish yeah. seven and nine. Yeah. So if we finish seven and, you said six and four. Yeah. If we so you go seven, seven and three, you're eight and eight. Yep. Yeah. Hey, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It, it doesn't sound that hard to do. My, no, but my, at this my, point, my we're trying is, to lose. My thing is, like, well, the second half of the schedule gets easy. We have two games against Detroit. We got a game against Jacksonville. The Saints don't look very good. The Panthers are the Panthers. The Panthers are the Panthers. And, I mean, are the Bears that good? <laughs> Can we swing <laughs> out against the Bears? I'm doubling down on the Bears are not good. The one thing is that... Um, I honestly could have seen like a, a seven and nine, eight and eight, if we weren't now clearly trying to. But I don't know. Are they going to make more moves? Are they not? But well, the I feel like you know the cornerbacks. If if you want to see something out of them, we're going like if we're going to see something out of them. We're going to, and if they are what they what we thought they were, like they're going to be pretty good, and the offense is good. The only thing that worries me now with the corners is you you honestly don't have any pass rush. Oh, absolutely not. So, you're playing like the Seahawks, and the Seahawks D-backs look terrible because they have no pass rush. Yeah, so it's like you're putting these... safety to sack players. You're putting our corners in really bad position now. They're young corners, and you have no... like Your best pass rush is a Fetty Adenabo. You almost just want to look at the first like three and a half seconds of each rap and go, all yeah, right, yeah. forget the rest. <laughs> that's, that's where PFF has a problem because they're going to be like, oh, look at all these terrible plays they're making. But it's like they got to cover for nine seconds every time. So, yeah, that's – I'm going to say 5 and 11, 6 and 10. 6 and 10 is only one game worse than what I predicted, and I'm the crazy one. I'm going to go with 5 and 11. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna bring it I don't. I don't. I don't know. I see. I see. Like if we had kept. I, I don't want to put it all on Ngakwe, but like I feel like the. If you kept a good pass rusher. Not even just that. Like just the philosophy. Mm-hmm. I feel like we are no longer trying to even like be like we can get that seventh wild card spot. We could still get it. I feel like at this point they're now just trying to see what the youth looks like, trying to you know, you know, I don't know, improve and whatnot, but. If they were going for it, I could see getting the seven wins. But now I feel like they're not going for it. But right when Kirk thinks, right when you think Kirk's going to suck, he's going to start. He's going to go on a six-game tear where it's like, for this whatever, guy is extension for what? <laughs> tack for, a couple more years on for whatever reason. This bye week is going to just bring out the best in Kirk Cousins, and we're going to see lights out Kirk the rest of the year and be like. What the hell happened the first six weeks? If we had just won oh those two games, we'd have made the playoffs. Goskowski six field goals in the fucking. Uh, Seahawk one inch line. Yep. Let this dog go quick. Those are terrible. Um, uh, well, yeah, I mean, so seven and nine isn't out of the question. I I I like five and eleven better because I feel like that gets you like seven, eight, or nine. Does seven and nine get you in the playoffs? No. No. Even with the seventh spot. No. Nope. No. Nope. It does if you're in the East. Yep. So okay, six nine and one gets you to the playoffs in the East. <laughs> yeah, it does Paging according to the simulations. If you so we're gonna play the Packers next week. Okay, either we're gonna get our ass kicked, or we're probably gonna lose close. But imagine a blowout win. Okay, put the, put that in your brain, shake that around a little bit. We go to Lambeau, and we beat them thirty eight to ten. Okay, and we look good. Then we got Detroit coming up. And we got Detroit. I, what what are we saying on the podcast 
after a Packer blowout win. This team is Fluke? going. No, this team is going eight and one the rest of the way, going ten and six, and making the playoffs. And Ngakwe was the problem. Like he was a clearly. cancer in the locker room. Well, clearly he just didn't know how to play in this defense. He just didn't get it together. Oh. Um, I, I do. I feel like we'll probably if we blew out the Packers, we'd probably be like, that was kind of like our Super Bowl. Like, oh, that was cute, but I still don't know if we're gonna like make a run. But like you said, it is Detroit the next week, and then you're three and five. And then I think you go to Soldier Field, and you beat them. You're four and five. Why would you beat them? Why know. would you beat the Packers on the road? We're gonna be one and six going to Detroit. <laughs> we're gonna be two and six coming out of Detroit, though. That's gonna be a nice win. That's gonna let's not lose to Detroit. Yeah, I just, Can we just make that promise to everyone? Yeah, just, come let's on. not lose to Detroit. Let's beat Detroit. Uh, we're, we're on to Cincinnati. We're on? Wait, what? <laughs> Don't we play them? No. Um, all right. All right yeah. We hit an hour. I feel like it's oh, a nice little we? bi-week episode. Uh, we, we don't have any lines for you because it's Saturday before the week. Before yeah, we're not game. even to the next week. We're just, we're, you know, we were watching the Gopher game. There was breaking news and Gakwe was traded. Bizarre. I mean, not really when you really break it down, but... Still weird to trade for a guy and then trade him away five weeks later. I mean, it's kind of like random. Nobody really saw it coming. Yeah. Um, I mean, I did text you that week that, you know, we should trade him if we can't sign him. So, you know, I kind of saw it coming. Well, it's not my, I did not know that you knew Rick Spielman. So I did not know that you were feeding ideas. Otherwise, I'd have, I'd have agreed. But, uh, yeah, I think I think that's pretty much it for the bye we'll week episode. We'll be back um, after the Packer game? Yeah, after the Packer game. If, if, yeah, if anything crazy pack. happens during this week, maybe yeah, if we'll we jump trade back Riley Reef, we'll, Riley we'll Reef, Rudolph's gone, Harrison Smith is traded. You know, we'll be back, but otherwise, after that big Packer blowout win. Yep, we'll see you guys.